Good. Good morning, everybody. Um, welcome to Start Your Day Right with the Lord once again. Uh, this morning, I will just be sharing on what I title God's Recipe for Life and Health. God's Recipe for Life and Health. Hallelujah. And we'll be taking our scripture um, from Proverbs chapter 4. Um, verse 20 to 24, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 24. It says, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear to my sayings, let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Hallelujah. Now, we all know that in life, two things that a lot of people ask for, most people um, strive for every day, is life and health. Life in the sense that everybody wants preservation. Everybody wants to be preserved because when there is life, there is hope. When there is life, you are able to achieve all that you want to achieve in, you know. And number two thing that people strive for is health. And this is quite obvious because without your a good health or a sound health, we're not able to achieve much. In fact, I dare to say we cannot achieve anything at all. Hallelujah. I mean, you can imagine somebody who is lying on his deathbed, there's, there's nothing he can achieve at that point in time. In fact, if they, if they tell him to choose between all the money that he has in the world and his healing, I dare to say that everybody who is on, in that kind of situation will choose their health and their healing over their wealth. So it is, it is a natural thing that human beings always strive for life and health. And in the scripture that we have just read in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22, God has given us a four-step recipe for attaining both of these blessings. And we will be taking them, you know, one after the other this morning. Praise God. Now, the first step in God's recipe for life and health is found in Proverbs 4.20 itself. When he says, my son, attend to my words. Attend to my words. In other words, he's saying, listen to my words. Just the same way that we're listening to God's word this morning. The Bible says, my son, attend to my words. Listen to my words. Hallelujah. Because it is only in God's word that we can attain life. It's only in his word that we can find life. Hallelujah. And we, if we look at John chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 14. That's John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, and then verse 14. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. 
all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. And then in verse 14 of that John chapter one, it says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Hallelujah. So the Bible tells us here that Jesus is the living word of God. Now, what is the written word of God expected to do? The written word of God reveals to us the living word of God, which is Jesus Christ. And in John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So the reason why the living word came is so that man can have life. The reason why Jesus came, the essence of his coming, the essence of his sacrifice is so that we also can become living souls or be alive unto God. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus has said that he has come that we should have life and have it more abundantly. In other words, if we're going to have life and have it more abundantly, then we have to listen. We have to listen to what he has to say because it is in what he has to say are the secret of life and health resides. Hallelujah. So we are expected to listen to all that Jesus has said, not only in the Gospels, but that which he has revealed to us in the epistles. Praise the name of the Lord. It's only in the epistles that we will really understand the essence of what Jesus Christ has come to do. And those are what the, the, you know, the apostles, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, has come to reveal to us. Praise the Lord. So in, in essence, if we're going to attain unto life, we need to listen. We need to pay attention to the word of God as written in the New Testament, or rather as written in the Gospels and in the Epistles. That's step number one. Step number two. For us to be able to attain unto life and health, we need to incline our ear unto his saints. Praise the name of the Lord. We need to incline our ear unto his saints. Taking our cue from Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20, when he says, My son, attend to my words, then incline thine ear unto my saints. Hallelujah. If we're going to walk in the fullness of life and health, we need to give God's word our undivided attention. It's not enough to listen to it, but it is much more important that we should give it our undivided attention. In other words, we need to put away every other thing that contradicts what God's word says. 
we need to accept God's word exactly the way it is and act upon it. Hallelujah. Because there are so many people that hear God's word. They listen to God's word. But the, the place where they falter is that they do not give it undivided attention. They do not give it priority. They do not put away those things that contradict God's word. They allow faith and fear and faith and unbelief to recite side by side. Or rather, they allow faith and fact to act to sit side by side. Hallelujah. They do not give priority to the word of God. They don't give undivided attention to God's word. And that is why you will see someone who is believing God for something, who is saying that he has, is, is acting on God's word, he will still begin to look at, oh, they said that 85% of people don't survive from this illness. 95% does not survive from this illness. It has nothing to do with you. Hallelujah. Whether 95% survive or not has nothing to do with the integrity of God's word. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So we are expected to open our ears to God's saints and close our ears to every other thing, every other thing that is contrary to what God's word has said or to what God has promised us in his word. Hallelujah. We need to accept it just the way it is without adding anything to it. Praise God. Because knowing God's word has a twofold application. As we have said, Jesus is the living word of God. And we begin to know him personally when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. However, we will never know him as the living word in his fullness without knowing the written word of God. Hallelujah. You know, Smith Wigglesworth said something. He said, I cannot understand God by feelings. I cannot understand the Lord Jesus Christ by feelings. I understand God and I understand Jesus through the word of God. That is, God is everything the word says he is. And so get acquainted with God through the word. Get acquainted with the Lord Jesus Christ through the word. In other words, if we're going to incline our ears onto the saints of God, which is the second step, we must avoid anything that will contradict the word of God in our hearts. Step number three. The third step in receiving life and health is found in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 21. Proverbs 4.21 says, let them not depart from thy eyes and keep them in the midst of thine eyes. In other words, we are to look 
as well as listen to God's word. We need to keep our vision fixed on him. You know, in Hebrews 12, it says that we should look unto Jesus. So we need to continually feed upon the reaching word of God. Hallelujah. Jesus, the living word, will become real or more real to us as we read our Bibles or as we feed on the written word of God every day. We must keep our vision fixed on Jesus. Hallelujah. When it comes to the healing of our bodies or walking in divine health. Hallelujah. If we're going to enjoy life and health, we must fix our gaze on the word of God. We must not allow our attention to be shifted from God's word. Praise God. For example, in Romans chapter 4, verse 19 to 21, the Bible talked about Abraham, that he considered not his body, now dead, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, but he was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what God has promised, he was also able to perform. Hallelujah. So we need to fix our gaze on the Lord Jesus. This is step number three. We've talked about step number one, attending to God's word, listening to God's word. Step number two, refusing to compare faith and fact, refusing to allow faith and fact to juxtapose or to stay in our hearts by giving priority to God's word and killing every form of doubt, fear, and unbelief. Hallelujah. And then step number three, we refuse or we refuse to allow the word of God to depart from our eyes, in which case we are fixing our gaze upon the word of God. And when we are fixing our gaze upon the word of God, we refuse to consider what we are experiencing. Hallelujah. Because faith in our hearts will refuse the feelings in our bodies. Praise the name of the Lord. This is because when we are fixing our gaze or when we are believing when we're on a faith project, it doesn't mean that every feelings or every symptom will automatically disappear. But we need to fix our gaze on the promises of God, knowing that he's able to perform that which he has promised. Hallelujah. Like Abraham, the Bible says he refused to consider his body now dead or the deadness of Sarah's womb. Refusing to consider the physical things that, you know, the, the facts that our body is telling us. Refusing to consider the symptom that we are experiencing. Rather, fixing our gaze on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Now, 
not only are we not going to consider what our body is saying, but we are also not going to allow everything that the devil is telling us through our body. Hallelujah. That is step number three. We need to fix our vision on Jesus instead of our symptoms. We begin to consider what God says rather than consider what our body is saying. So we refuse to consider what our body is saying, but we begin to meditate and consider what God's word has said. Hallelujah. Now, the final one, the final step in receiving our life and health or to maintaining the life and the health that God has given to us is also found in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 21. When he says, keep them in the midst of your heart. Hallelujah. Walking in life and health always starts from the heart. Praise the name of the Lord. It is always a heart matter. Because with a heart, man believes unto salvation. Hallelujah. Before we can say we are saved, it is because we have believed it in our hearts. We don't have any physical proof in that sense. If anybody asks us, what is your proof that you are saved? There is no certificate of salvation. There is no um, letter of salvation that we have gotten from anywhere. The only proof that we have is in our hearts. We know in our hearts that we are saved. And there is no iota of doubt. There is nothing anybody can say to us. There is no proof that anybody can say to us. If anybody says to you, how do you know you are going to heaven? We cannot have, we don't have any physical proof, so to say. And that is why sometimes it's a bit difficult for people of other religions to understand, you know, salvation when we are describing it to them. I remember when we went out for evangelism on Saturday and I was talking to a Muslim and I asked him, I said, all that you are doing all that, all the, I mean, all the good things that you are doing, how do you know that it is going to give you salvation? And he said he doesn't know that he's just hoping that all that he's doing, you know, will eventually, when he gets to heaven, God will consider everything and that he will go to heaven. And I said to him, I said, but I have, I have good news for you. You can know, you can be sure that you are saved. And the guy looked at me and says, nobody can know. Nobody. And I said, but I know. I know that I'm saved. And he said, how? I said, I just know. So salvation is a heart matter. Hallelujah. Just the same as healing, life, and health is also a heart matter. Praise the name of the Lord. So as, as our fourth step, for receiving life and health 
we, we must put it in the midst of our hearts. Hallelujah. As we believe the word of God, as we keep it in our hearts, as we keep declaring it, as we are so sure beyond a shadow of doubt that our name, that, you know, we, we can be more sure of the promise of God in our heart more than our name. I mean, if somebody wakes us up from the, our bed and says, what is your name? Even from your sleep, you will declare that my name is such and such. Even if they bring all the facts in the world to share, to, to, to show you, I mean, none of us was there when we were named. All we just knew was that as we were growing up, they called us by a certain name. And that name we have adopted. And there's nothing anybody can tell us that it is not our name that will make us to believe that it is not our name. The same way it is with God's word. Because we have listened to what God has to say. And God has said to us that he will give us life and health. Therefore, there is nothing anybody can say to us that can change our mind or that can refute that word that is settled in our heart, that life belongs to us, that healing and health belongs to us. Hallelujah. That is the same principle that we are supposed to adopt. The same principle that we listened to our name being re repeated over and over again. And we refuse to juxtapose any other name beside that name. And we believe it beyond a shadow of doubt that that is our name. And irrespective of whatever documentary evidence anybody brings, we will, we will say it with a, a level of certainty and surety that our name is our name. And we can even defend it with our life. Hallelujah. The same way if we're going to enjoy life and health is by listening to God's word, step one. By refusing to allow the word of God to depart from our eyes. Step two. By fixing our gaze on Jesus, the author of our faith, step three. And then step four, by keeping those promises in our hearts. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. By keeping them in the midst of our hearts. By refusing to allow them to depart from our hearts. Hallelujah. When we understand Stand these four steps and we operate within these four steps. Praise the name of the Lord. Healing, health, and divine life will become a natural experience for us. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus said in John 6 and 63, he says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. And if we're going to enjoy God's healing, it will start from our heart. It will start 
from our spirit man. Praise the name of the Lord. So this morning, I want to encourage us that in whatever situation we find ourselves, God has already given us the four recipe or the four step recipe to enjoying life and health. Praise God. If we want any good thing in our life, it's the same thing. Whatever it is that we want, it's the same thing. Number one, we need to listen to what God has to say concerning that particular situation. Number two, we have to keep that word above every other word. Hallelujah. Refusing to allow any fact to juxtapose or to stay side by side with that word. Number three, we need to, you know, incline our eyes. Keep, keep it, keep keeping the word in our focus. Keep keeping that word in our front, in the frontlet of our eyes and in the frontlet of our hearts. Because the devil will do all that he, he, he you know, he will put all the arsenals that he has to work to, you know, take our gaze off that word. Praise the name of the Lord. He will do everything to shift our gaze. But the moment we keep fixing our gaze on that promise of God and settle it in our heart beyond a shadow of doubt, whatever it is that we desire of life will come to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if we want to walk, continually walk in the light of life and find health for our body, we must listen to God's word. Like I said, in summary, we must give God's word undivided attention. We must fix our gaze on Jesus, who is the living word. And then we must keep God's word in the midst of our hearts. Hallelujah. And as we do so, we will enjoy the best that God has for us. We will not eat the leftover in this world and in this life, in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that as we go out this morning, we shall be led forth with peace in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare that no evil will befall us, neither will any harm come near our dwelling in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare that the banner over us is God's love in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare that today we are the answer to the questions of men. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that we are the solutions to the problems in our companies, in our businesses, in the lives of men, in the name of Jesus. Have a wonderful day and God bless you.